Coming up on today's episode, donut-flavored beer, a flight to nowhere, sustainable fashion from an unexpected place, and ironic product reviews. All that and more on For or Against. Just old friends on the podcast who build a defense on ridiculous topics. Are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense. So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars. You listening now to for or against. So turn the volume up, this is for or against. Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Robbie Silver, Mike yes. Weinand, and Patrick Lothian. Kindest regards. Uh, hey, hello. <laughs> hello. Robbie, you got anything to say? I'm very excited to be here. I always feel awkward with this intro because it's just like you say welcome and then it's always like, hi, Mike. And I feel like there's something else. we've been talking else. to each other for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> well, Did you uh, play? Robbie, did you put your mic across the room? Because you sound really bad right now. Uh-oh. I, I'm using a new mic and I don't know how to use it. Is it better? Better over there, yeah. I noticed that you still have the habit of holding on to your earbud microphone <laughs> to bring it closer to your face, but you're using a different mic altogether. This is all new to me. I'm new to technology. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, it's been another week since we last recorded, and uh, there are no birthdays to celebrate this time. So instead, we're just going to jump right into what has happened in our lives since we last recorded, starting with Michael Winant. Uh, I today, uh, the day we're recording, which is uh, September twenty second, twenty twenty, is National Register to Vote Day, uh, which is a day that uh, people either register to vote or check to make sure you register to vote, because uh, you still have time in, in most states to get that done. Uh, I confirmed that I am registered to vote at my address uh, in Austin, Texas. Um, things uh, feel like we're a lot of things in life feel like we're. They're out of control and out of our control. And there's not a lot we can do about them. Uh, some stuff happened this weekend that makes some of us feel that way even more so. Um, and uh, But the one thing you can do is vote. So make sure that you register to vote. Check with your state. I think all states have a website uh, where you can check that. There's some some global databases as well. Um, votesaveamerica.com slash verify is one. Although I checked with my state because they're going to have the most up-to-date information or at least the information that matters because they're the ones who officiate the election. So make sure you vote. All right. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Patrick, what is going on with you? Yeah, I sent in my uh, request for a mail-in ballot and I started to think today about at what point do I realize that that's not coming (laughs) and that I need to do something else. (laughs) We'll worry about that. So we will see. Uh, My update is more about next week. I'll be gone next week because I am going to stay in a treehouse in Georgia in the mountains to get away for a little bit and sit in one place, but in a different location for a few days. (laughs) And pay a lot of money to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Is it? That's exciting. is it like a kid's treehouse or is it like a luxury? (laughs) Give us some details here. It's like a a nice cabiny thing, but then attached to it is kind of like a, a different type of deck. It's not really a tree house, but they called it the tree house. Is there uh, a tree involved? Or is this just a name? I don't remember, Robbie. Because you can't say you're going to stay in a tree house and then find out that there's no tree at all. Yeah, that actually is a pet peeve of mine is when people say, hey, come into my tree house or check out this tree house because mm-hmm, very few mm-hmm. people actually say, hey, come into my tree house. This has happened multiple times. <laughs> no, but I've seen like people who like are featuring their tree, their air quotes tree house, but it's just like a fort on stilts, no tree yeah. attached, not a tree house. Those very are dead trees. Gun here, but I'm against <laughs> treeless tree houses. <laughs> In that sense, any house made out of wood, it's a tree house. My house is a tree house. I mean, there's there's a lot of trees in the vicinity of the decking area. I don't does the does the deck wrap around a living tree in any way, shape, or form? I don't believe so. You know what? It's almost surrounded by trees in like a fence-like way. So you're staying at a fort. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, what's going on with you? Uh, this past weekend, I went apple picking with Ew. my wife, my daughter, and our dear friend and sometimes co-host of Four Against, Courtney Mueller. 
and her boyfriend, Brian. And we had a lovely time. It was great. Yeah, with, that, with that crew, you're going to have a great time. No doubt. Great time every time. Absolutely. And it's my first time meeting Brian in person. I do very much approve emphatically. Courtney, if you're listening. Violently approve. I violently <laughs> approve of your relationship. You can now move to the next step, whatever that may be. Robbie and Brian. All right. Very good. Well, that leads me uh, to me. And uh, my update is that I am uh, making a video game. I, I shared a screenshot with uh, you three guys. And uh, just a little background, I've been teaching a video game design and development course uh, at the school that I teach for the past four years. But I'm now at a point where I feel confident enough to, to create something that I, I would like to share with the world. And so uh, it was exciting for me to be able to figure out how to actually get it onto an iPhone and have you know the the tap of the screen actually respond to the main character. So that was exciting for me. Woohoo! Are you using right. Unity? Very cool. Is that is that the platform? I, I am using Unity, which is uh, the one of the leading video game engines um, in in the market these days. I think fifty percent of mobile games are built on top of that platform. And interestingly, last week they just went public and had. Uh, a, a good uh, opening day with their with their stocks. I did not get in on the ground floor of this one, but uh, you know, m- maybe maybe in the future. All right. So now it's time to play for or against, where one of us will present a topic. We will analyze that topic, discuss it, nearly all, always argue about that topic, and then decide if we are for or against said topic. Starting today, topic, Patrick topic, Wilson, topic, topic, topic. Going to topic. Uh, Patrick is going to lead us off with the topic. Take it away, Patrick. <laughs> My topic is Dunkin's new donut flavored beer. So Dunkin Donuts, well now they're called Dunkin. <laughs> uh, it's called Dunkin'? Ca- <clears throat> yeah. Did you they're not, not hear this news? Donuts? No, they're no. changing all their stores over to Dunkin'. I think because they're they're trying to show that they're focused on more things like your coffees and your breakfast sandwiches. I'm, I'm with you, Mike. I've been at more than one television show. They've mentioned Dunkin' Donuts, but the characters, because it's product placement, just call it Dunkin', as if that's how people on Earth talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I was I'm, at Dunkin' the other day. No, you weren't. You were at Dunkin' Donuts. Shut up. I've, I've driven past a couple different Dunkins in the last week, and one of which was... Um, basically a new construction. And so Dunkin' was featured prominently as if it was meant to be there. Another one was clearly Dunkin' Donuts, but the word donuts was just taken down and you could see the oh, shadow of the word donuts. <laughs> it was really oh. sad. Oh, that's, that's awesome. But now they make things like beer. So maybe it's, 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 uh, it's appropriate. But do they? Patrick, tell us about this Dunkin' beer. What's, what's, what's <laughs> so going on a, here? A collaboration with Harpoon Brewery and there are four different flavors of the beer, which I'm having. Oh, here they are. There's a uh, pumpkin spice latte ale, Boston cream There's stout, multiple. jelly donuts IPA, and coffee porter. Oh, last year. So they had coffee porter last year. I'm guessing that the coffee porter is like from the Drew Carey show where it was a beer and coffee combination. So I don't know if there's any caffeine in there because that's harmful for your health. So Patrick, I'm, I'm wondering if you actually read the article that you shared with us. <laughs> right. I'm sensing that you did not. All, all because... the answers to everything you're questioning are written right there. People all read, read it. it so. <laughs> I did, you see a, did you see a picture <laughs> from the article and then share the whole link with us? Is that what happened? So I haven't been feeling well this week. I went to look up a topic. I saw the title. It's a good story with you guys. <laughs> All right. Make us do the so work. Who knows, who knows the most about this then? Who wants to start? Like I read the article. <laughs> okay. <laughs> McFadden, go. All right. So it seems like they did this last year. And I think one or two of the flavors um, they, had, they had last year. Now, I don't know if they had a, a donut flavor last year. Um, but four of the, uh, the two of the four flavors like a pumpkin spice beer, sort of like a fall themed beer, sort of like this Samuel Adams that I have right in front of me. Um, and then they have like a coffee porter, which again is I think a, a relatively common um, like micro beer niche sort of taste. Like I've had a coffee stout before. Yep. Yep. 
Um, Michael, our resident alcoholic, can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's logged every beer that he has consumed it. in an app for the past ten years, so he can tell us not only <laughs> if he had it, but when he had it and how he rated it. But um, I think this year they've created at least two uh, donut flavored beers. One is a jelly, a raspberry jelly donut flavor, and then the other is a Boston cream. And uh, the the article was not favorably looking upon the donut flavored coffees <laughs> and was uh, i think he does quoted as saying you know if, if 2020 couldn't get weirder uh you know hold on to your hats because it has uh, with donut flavored coffee it was not reviewed well um i however i would give it a try i think i would be interested it comes in a dunkin donuts themed box there's 12 of them much like getting a dozen donuts um, I think it would have been smarter if they found a way to fit 13 in so you get like a baker's dozen. Uh, but uh, I'm for it. I think it's fun. I would I would give it a whirl. It's 2020. We, there's not a whole lot of you know ways that we can entertain ourselves with like other people. So let's try new weird food. Flaming Hot Cheetos macaroni and cheese with a side of Dunkin' Donuts flavored beer. Why not? Let's give it a whirl. I'm for it. I am interested in how much it tastes like those donuts because a lot of times with beers, it will be like a pumpkin flavored beer and there's just like a slight hint of pumpkin, but it feels like maybe they went more extreme with it, which could be kind of interesting. The, uh, one, the one specific review of the raspberry flavored one is that uh, it tasted an awful lot like cough syrup. And after <laughs> he sensed that, he couldn't get past it and felt nauseous. And uh, at the end of the article, he's got a photograph showing the four beers that he sampled. And then they're sort of like in an ascending order from like how much he drank, you know, and as it goes up, it's like, you know, he's drinking less and less and less. And so that was also the uh, proportion to how much he enjoyed each drink, which is a good <laughs> visual for you non-readers, Patrick. <laughs> in, in fairness to Dunkin' Donuts, or Dunkin', I guess. Dunkin', Robbie. I, I feel like they're just being honest, though, right? Because their jelly donuts do taste like cough syrup. So that's about it. They're not right? good donuts. Yeah, that was going to be the... Uh... Let's be fair. They're not bad donuts. It's hard. It's hard to mess up a pile of sugar that's fried in oil. I mean, like, and it depends on the donut. Their pumpkin donuts are fantastic. Which ones are? The pumpkin donuts they have are fantastic. Here's the problem. I I don't dislike Dunkin', but the problem with most of their donuts is they are. They don't have substance to them. You know, I like a good cakey donut where it's like light and fluffy. Theirs is just like biting into You're not air. a yeast boy. I'm a yeast boy. I guess, boy yeah, all you're right. The They're different, different. Well, types. and it, it depends which donut you're getting because they have like a blueberry donut is very cakey or a yeah, sour. Yeah, but, they, but the, their cakey ones are like dense cake. I like the cakey oh, that's but what I, I like the fluffy cake. Yeah, I like the dense cake. You want a cake, like you want a donut you can literally dunk donut. into coffee. And they will soak it up. That's yeah. right. Correct. See me, I like a coffee and donuts, separate things for me. All right. So, Robbie, what about this beer? I mean, like, w- w- what's your stance? Are you for or against the topic that we're talking about? Not donuts, <laughs> but I, I, I'm a, a man. Beer. I, I very, mu- I very much like beer. I wouldn't <laughs> call myself a beer expert the way that our friend Wine is. So I would hey. be interested to hear. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am. I actually mean that with a lot yeah, of respect. That's complimentary. <laughs> Unlike, I think last week, Mike or Pat called you just a flat-out al- alcoholic. So I'm yeah, not even two weeks running. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well do it a third time here. 2020. Mike's the one with the beer in front of him, not me. Um, but anyways, I, I actually like different beers a lot, but I'm not too good for any one kind of beer. I don't consider, consider myself to be a beer snob. So I'm definitely for this. I would definitely try all the beers. I... Based on the way the author described these, I would probably agree with his assessment. Pumpkin spice latte and coffee porter sound quite delicious, and jelly donut IPA and Boston cream stout, maybe not as good, but I would totally go for it. And unlike uh, last week, we were discussing um, the Bush beer for dogs, which is a marketing gimmick. The Duncan beer, also a marketing gimmick, but this is a marketing gimmick that actually serves a purpose it has value to the person who's purchasing it so i would enjoy it i would i would try it and even if i didn't enjoy it it'd be fun to just see what it tastes like so i'm for you're making it really hard for me to not bring up dog brew again robbie <laughs> with your <laughs> implicit you. position with your implicit stated position i double uh, dog I mean, dare you 
<laughs> okay, Ryan, well, what's your what's your take? Around this off. Uh, yeah, so, um, yes, I have had a few beers in my life, guys. Uh, and I do use an app called Untapped, which where you can check all the new beers that you have, have had. I have had 686 separate kinds of beer, uh, that I've checked into this app. I do not want to do the math as to how many calories that is in you know over over what time period you've had those six oh like six or seven years so it's not like today but (laughs) (laughs) but um hey listen uh, several friends of mine i'm not going to put them on blast or way above that number i got a friend of mine who has had 2666 different beers in uh, through this app but what this app does do is it like once you have a beer for the first time, you never want to have it again because you got to get that rush of checking <laughs> in that new beer and rating that new beer. Um, and so for that reason alone, I'm pr- compelled to uh, to try all of these beers so I can check them in uh, and give them a rating. I have been checking the uh, the overall ratings of, of these beers. The coffee porter is clearly the one that's easiest to get. It has 48,000 uh, different views here uh, on the untapped app. Uh, it has an average rating of 3.58 out of 5, which is actually very good. Is not bad, yeah. No, uh, but the Bo- Dunkin' Boston Cream has only 32 check-ins, which I can only, which means that not that many people have gotten their hands on it. But it could really- be the new one, though. Yeah, I think these are Brent, like real new. Like I think it would be a challenge to get them. Because only 32 people have gotten them, and, and only two people have actually shown a picture of it. So two confirmed. Um, but they've got uh, that's at 3.52. So they like that one too. So uh, they they're probably not awful. Harpoon's actually a very respected brand. I don't think they would have put their name on something that was bad. Uh, and God, I need that check in, and I need to get those badges. You get these little meaningless badges if you check in a certain number of types <laughs> of beers. And I need a badge so bad. That's what I'm addicted to, social media. So you're four. I'm four. (laughs) Patrick, um, now that we've done all of your homework for you, uh, do you have a position on Dunkin' Donuts beer? Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Thanks, guys. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with everybody here. uh, I'm interested. I I actually really like Dunkin' uh, Coffee. And now I'm interested in trying these beers. I did have their other new invention. They have a Dunkin' cereal that you can find at your grocery store. I had the Dunkin' Mocha Latte, and it tasted a lot like an espresso ice cream. Um, It was like the grown-up version of, like, Cocoa Pebbles. Um, (laughs) It was very good, Uh, but probably not good for you, so I will not be getting it again in the future. Pat, do you know if – was it caffeinated? I, I, I believe, I believe when I got it, I was interested in that. I thought because of what it tasted like, and I looked and I couldn't find it saying it was. So I don't believe it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. By the way, we we all just all four of us are for this, right? Is there a four sound effect? I don't think there, we use one yet. There is, but I thought you guys uh, canceled that and you didn't want to hear what <laughs> well, I had to say. We didn't cancel it last week. I'm I'm interested to hear what the four sound effect is. Mama likey. Oh God! Back recancel, recancel, <laughs> recancel, redacted. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, uh, Patrick. <laughs> it's uh, now on to you. What is your topic for us? It's All right. The- well, during the COVID era that we're in, a lot of people are not traveling, but Qantas Airlines is providing a new way to travel. They have offered a flight to nowhere, a different experience that takes off from Sydney, Australia, flies for seven hours around different parts of Australia at a lower level they would normally fly. So you could actually get a view of things outside, different uh, landmarks and natural areas in Australia. And then they land seven hours later and you just flew back to Sydney. Uh, There are some perks like a surprise celebrity guest host on your flight. Uh, and a goodie bag at the end. So this, I is should it also... A, it, it's an Australian celebrity, so it's like either Nicole Kidman or Keith Urban, and like no one else. 
or both? Well, it didn't say an A-list celebrity. I'm oh, imagining okay. somebody way, way down on the list there. <laughs> uh, they, the, the weird, well, maybe not weird. This was Qantas's fastest sellout flight of all time. They sold out the flight completely in 10 minutes from the time they put it up for sale. And yeah, so a lot of people are for this, it seems, but I was unsure what I felt. Uh, I have a question real quick. Does anyone know, is Qantas a good airline? Oh, it's the best airline. Knock on wood, it's the only national airline that has never crashed. Okay, so Why, that's man? important. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, is it a luxury airline? or I mean, It's like, the I'm... national airline of Australia, so imagine United, but it's okay. generally well-regarded. And this okay. particular flight is like their more their most luxury uh, air, airliner that they have, right. and so, so it is not just hopping okay, it's the Boeing Dreamliner seven eight seven. Yeah, this is I'll basically what they opinion. use for what they use for international flights. This okay, particular jet airliner. So, um, so you got some legroom. You've got some legroom, and there's social distancing, so they've only they only sold about half the seats on the flight. So yeah, I, I, I'm leaning. I'm going to start out. I'm leaning towards no, like. Why do I want to sit in an airplane for seven hours straight just to look out my window? Like there are other other modes of transportation to nowhere that make sense to me. Like there are cruise lines who, that have done cruises to nowhere. That makes sense to me because you're on a beautiful boat with pools and buffets and things of this nature. That makes sense. You could take a road trip to nowhere where it's more about just like seeing the scenic beauty on the road. But in a flight to nowhere, like... I don't want to fly from New York to LA, like regardless. So why would I do that? But like New York to New York. <laughs> so anyways, I'm, I'm starting it as a no. And I want you guys to convince me otherwise, if you feel that way, or maybe you agree with me. So um, wine, and I would like to start with you, a flight to nowhere. What do you think? You've actually been to Australia. So yeah, you, you have. So you have... can speak to the beautiful sights. Yeah. Um, I have been to Australia. Um, one of the things that I am uh, slightly nerdy about um, and there's a lot of them but one of them is is civil aviation I'll give you an example on a flight back from Tokyo I uh, purposely uh, routed us through Calgary uh, Alberta <laughs> because that flight was taking this particular airplane which is the uh, Dreamliner 787 which had just come out um, it's a kind of a cool airplane um, where the pressurization is 30% less. It's fuel efficiency is way better, but it's, it, it is because I've been on it a much better experience because you don't get that like fog being in a pressurized cabin. I didn't so, know this about you. you. You're a flight snob. I know. I've, well, so my I mom was a flight attendant. This. My mom was a flight uh, attendant yeah. when I was growing up. Um, and so I had been on a lot of planes and watched a lot of planes fly off and be and not get on because we would fly standby all the time but yeah my, my wife gets pretty pissed off at me because i'm like oh they switched us to a bombardier from uh from an a380 so you're definitely gonna have to check that bag she's like how do you know that i'm like well because i know this aircraft um and it's smaller but yeah so i actually love civil aviation i think it's a really cool um thing this this is my favorite thing that you're a nerd about <laughs> i have no i, I really I, know, I didn't know this no so i can, I can name I one plane and i would guarantee you that if you were to show me three pictures i would choose the wrong one i know that a 747 pick... is a plane i don't know which one it is though and you know I... at least two planes and that's yeah. pretty I impressive pick from most airlines from the air um, or airplanes but there's only like 10 and 12 that's actually in any common usage but like i don't know civilization aviation is a crazy wild thing it's so cool that you're able to fly around the world and i can be in australia by this time tomorrow if i really wanted to i could that's amazing it's incredible that that exists and it's safe and if you were in australia you could be could in be the, the united states place. at this time today today yeah isn't that wild yeah it's like two <laughs> hours will have passed between or if you take this flight you can start in australia and be in australia seven <laughs> hours see, later seven hours there's the thing the thing that i'm if there's something i'm nerdier about than civil aviation which i love it is travel and I miss it. The, of all the things that 2020 has taken away from me, the ability to travel is, is the one that 
I hate the most, um, or at least the selfishly hate the most. Um, and the fact that I, people are so desperate just to get on a plane to go nowhere. Um, I, I couldn't be a part of that. Um, it's, it's, you know, these planes, even though they're more fuel efficient, you know, not great for the environment, it's only going to be rich people, people who could afford to be on it. Um, uh, let's all just try and get through this thing and, uh, and go to various places and learn about new cultures later. I'm, I'm, if I had the opportunity to take this flight, even though I'm a civil aviation nerd, I wouldn't have taken it. Okay. Very good. So two two again so far, uh, Patrick, how about you? Would you take a flight to nowhere? Well, my first thought is what kind of crazy people want to get in a plane right now with COVID going on. Apparently so, it's, it's not with the filtration. It's that's not a, much of an issue. I don't know. That, yeah. That's what they were saying on the website about this. I, well, even if somebody's saying that I wouldn't believe it, <laughs> but then I went to look at Australia and I'm like, maybe they're doing okay right now. Australia is kicking COVID's ass. We should live there. Well, they're an they're island. Not, well, I know, but you think once you get hit, there's only 20 of them that it would then, especially in some of those big cities would spread like crazy, Yeah, yeah. but they've had a total of just under 27,000 cases. And yesterday they had 13 new cases. So I, I feel like they can feel very safe getting on a plane. Good on you, Australia. Yeah. So that takes that part away. Then there's the part of, um, airplanes shouldn't be able to exist. It's <laughs> <laughs> big metal Flat thing flies in the sky. It's magic. It's witchcraft. I use it and I'm glad that it exists, but I'm always like, I know that this is safer than driving, but I'm still flying in the sky. The best so, part, hundreds the of best miles part. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> The best part about you doing this is that this is kind of a Louis C.K. bit. And a few episodes ago, you said that people thought you are Louis C.K. Can so, you please do okay. that bit for me? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you, though. No, not that bit. <laughs> that can mean a lot of things. Yeah. Um, also, also against other, well, I'm against, definitely. I also, when it comes to traveling, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a trip, going to the airport and then taking a flight is always the worst part of I love vacation. That's so wild. You and I are different in that way. So again, you're You're different from everyone in that way. Who likes going (laughs) to the airport? All right, McFadden, close it out for us. All right. So I think I can find one angle in which I would be for because, uh, like Michael Wynan, I also have uh, weird pockets of nerdlery that I, I, you know, embrace. And one that I got really excited about but never dove into was uh, scamming credit card, not scamming, but uh, exploiting credit guy. card companies who, who give away uh, points so that you can like rack up free, you know, air travel and hotel stays. And so this specific flight to nowhere on Qantas Air, like, I don't know, I could go either way. Like, I could see it being sort of like a fun thing to do. It's only seven hours. It's not like you're, you know, committing an entire year to some, you know, weird experiment. Like, you're just, you're going on a flight and you get to see all of, you know, a cool country. I've never been to Australia. I imagine that I could probably tag on a couple of fun activities, uh, you know, to that seven hour flight. But uh, from the angle of taking flights to nowhere just to rack up miles, that's a thing that these hyper milers points guy folks do. And so I could see if I wanted to dedicate in an inordinate amount of time to like figuring out how to exploit credit card companies so that I could get free travel to go where I want later, that's one way in which I would be for a flight to nowhere. So in that specific use case i'm gonna go four just so that i don't have to hear pat's uh (laughs) great idea great choice okay there you go all right now let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor 
For Against is brought to you by Bye Bye Liver, the party card game. Based on the long-running hit play of the same name, Bye Bye Liver, the card game is a mix of classic party games like Would You Rather, Never Have I Ever, and Most Likely Two, as well as some new games straight from the Bye Bye Liver writer's room. Both the original game and the expansion pack, The Deck Too Far, are available at buybyliver.com. Use promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. As part of the sponsorship, we've been asked to play one round of Most Likely Two, this week, Michael Wynan will present our scenario. Okay, boys. Of the four of us, who is most likely to get in a fight with a senior citizen? <laughs> who, do you uh, who would you like to go first? Because I I'm know exactly who this would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go first. And I think it's uh, Robert Silver. He acts what? a lot like a so senior citizen all the time anyway. I think he'll he'll get in a fight with somebody because <laughs> he'll have some kind of disagreeing view. What would uh, the fight Robert be about? Well, you you'll find something. You always. <laughs> I do. think the only scenario I could see is like Robbie takes a senior citizen's seat, like at the early bird special, and <laughs> and then Robbie feels compelled to stay there because he was there first. But it's a matter of principle. Misses seat for the past eighty years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Rob, I called you out. Who do you think it's going to be? I clearly think it's McFadden. Uh, like, Pat is a, is a gentle giant. He's not doing it. Mike <laughs> Winan, you're a bit of a pushover. You're going to let the old people run all what? over you. But McFadden, he's going to be like, no, this is, there's some controversy here that McFadden's going to stand his ground for. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm logboarding here. I'm Out of my way, old man. Push your walker to the side. Yeah, definitely McFadden. <laughs> All right, Mike, how about you? Okay, since, since, since Robbie called me out, um, I'm going to say he's wrong. It's definitely <laughs> Mike Winan. Those of you, like, if you know Mike Winan, he's got a secret dark side to him. And, like, he seems like a pushover, you know, but you push him far enough, and all of a sudden he's going to come at you and uh, – <laughs> It's definitely whining. By the so, way, that, that's true, but it requires that he drinks 10 beers first. I know, but that's like what a daily drink. drink. Ten beers. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, 11 beers, whatever. But, uh, so I guess that leaves Pat. Pat, I guess Pat you're going to be the tiebreaker here. I mean, it's, it's clearly Robbie. Yes. Because, because he's such an angry and mean person. <laughs> Okay, you make a really good point. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, most likely to from uh, Bye Bye Liver, the party card game. Thank you very much for sponsoring our episode. Check them out at buybyliver.com. Use promo code FOA at checkout to save 20%. And we're back. Michael Winan, it is now up to you to lead us in our next topic. I'm excited to tell you guys about this topic because it – it fits Likewise. into a couple of things that we've talked about uh, recently. Uh, one being sustainable fashion, which I think we were all on board with. And then another one of, of brands sticking their noses where they don't belong, <laughs> which is a dog <laughs> brew situation and a number of actual things that we've talked about. Donut uh, this, beer. Donut beer, sure. <laughs> Some split decisions. Uh, this is um, one that uh, fits both those categories. Uh, I'm going to tell you about this company's uh, mission statement from their from their website. Um, our aim is to not only be less wasteful, but also climate positive. And we chose to close the loop on fashion, which means we do good when it comes to the environment and social impact around the world. Sounds great. But real change takes time. We've come a long way, but we know we can always do better. Um, and that's why we work with like-minded partners to find creative solutions in the fashion world, to find sustainable systems where everybody wins. That sounds great. I know sounds myself, wonderful. Yeah. I know myself have I've been wanting to do a lot of those things, but what brand is saying this statement? Why, I'm sure you've guessed by now, it's Chipotle. The what? 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 <laughs> the burrito people have started a sustainable fashion line called chipotle goods i i want to get your opinion because i honestly don't know what to think of it i hate the fact that chipotle has started a fashion line but this fashion line sounds right up my damn alley uh <laughs> some of this stuff is chipotle branded but a lot of it's not you could have somebody walking around in a jean jacket that was made by chipotle and you would never know mike mcfadden what is your thought do you know 
Is it like, does the tag say Chipotle? It does. Um, and and for a lot of these, the front says Chipotle too. So some of them are branded, but a lot of them aren't at all. Okay. Um, wow. This, I mean, you shared the article with me and I, I too wasn't exactly sure where I stood. It seems like every six to seven months, Chipotle has like some news story about how their spinach, you know, is linked to some E. coli outbreak or some horrible, you know, food related disaster. Some disease Patrick would get. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, maybe they're just trying to like obfuscate like the negative press by saying, Hey, we're in the clothing business now. Um, I personally wouldn't want to wear anything that says Chipotle on it. Um, cause like, how is anyone going to think anything other than, oh, there's a guy who works at Chipotle, which <laughs> isn't a bad thing. It's not like I've got, you know, they, they serve delicious food. I like it, but like, but I don't work there. And so it would just create unnecessary, awkward confusion, especially <laughs> if I were to go to Chipotle and I've got a Chipotle branded shirt on and someone's like, could you get me a refill? I would feel compelled to pick up the trash and fill people's drinks and hold doors for people. And that's just like an added burden that I don't want. So I, at first I was going to say uh, before, because of all of the sustainability and their whole mission I'm, I'm in line with, but for that reason, I have to say I'm against also McDonald's is the parent company. And used to be, that used to be, they're right. public. Used now. to be? Yeah. No? Yeah. I, I don't it's know. a public it's company Google now, it. baby. You should that get on that stock still be owned by mcdonald's i don't th i don't think they are mcdonald's okay. divested themselves all right all right uh, mcfan <laughs> okay i was gonna jump in here because like there are some uh clothing items that just fully say chipotle on the front in the full chipotle branded style and it is the ugliest thing i've ever seen but then you have some things that are actually kind of cool like there are a couple different jean jackets here uh, one of the jean jackets looks like a normal jean jackson jacket, but the lining. You own on a the, jean jacket, Robbie? I don't. But I, I don't picture you wear. I don't picture you pulling off a jean jacket. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you don't need to apologize. No I I think you're correct. I could no, you're pull it wrong. off. Rob Silver well, could pull off a jean jacket for sure. As long as he had jorts on. <laughs> it's all but about the, the pairing. These these jean jackets have a, an inner lining with avocados on them or chipotle peppers on them like that's pretty cool right so i actually there are some items that are look kind of decent and and don't have the chipotle brand on them there's something i wanted to bring up though so in the write-up they actually besides using organic cotton and things of that nature i don't know if you mentioned this mike but they actually reuse avocado pits as dye for some of their clothing yeah. items and so it's it, a cool it, color it takes like, something like five like or six cool pits. Pink. Well, that's where the debate lies because I looked at their, um, their, their section of natural dye items. And by the way, the, the press release is a little misleading because it started with like, we're crushing up avocados and using them as our dye. So we're not wasting anything. I'm like, that's great. And then I look at all the clothing items. They have like a hundred different items. And there are three things that <laughs> use this avocado dye. So a little misleading. And the three items that use this dye, in my opinion, I think you're off here, Wina. They look like they are colored in puke, but puke that has been run through the laundry a few times, so it's faded. Oh, These no, are... man. This is Dusty Rose. This is like Pantone color of 2020, <laughs> dude. You got to get on it. Dusty puke, not even close. <laughs> the, and these aren't, and not only is the color bad, these particular items, one is a branded Chipotle t-shirt. One is a, a tote bag. I guess that's the only thing I would say that's actually okay. And the other one is a You could pull sweatshirt. off the tote bag. Yeah, tote bag I'm for. Um, but despite the gross-looking avocado pit uh, fashion here, I'm for this. I do think it weirdly fits within their brand. I love that they're trying to reuse items uh, for good and and that they're trying to do some good in the world. And, and to your point, Wynan, you are anti-fast fashion, and this is about as slow fashion as it gets, so I'm for that. They do have a, a reusable thermal lunch bag that looks like a paper bag, and I'm for that. That's pretty cool. Uh-oh, we got two fours, it sounds like. I'm for just the bag, not the clothing line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick, sway me. 
<laughs> I, I, it's a very confusing topic. Um, <laughs> I think I'm pr pretty much for just because of what they're doing, but it just, it's weird that it's, I guess if you already have the brand, you use it for this other thing, but it seems, I disagree with Robbie. It seems like it doesn't fit with what they do at all. So why have a clothing line? But if people are like, I kind of wonder if this is going to be successful or not. All and this shit's completely sold out. FYI. Is it? Go, wow. Go and try and find anything. You can only get like extra, extra. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I, I've changed my opinion because I've just found that they have a blank white t-shirt that you can put your Chipotle order on, like your custom order. I am now officially for, I can go to Chipotle, never need to speak, just need to unzip my How often do you go jacket, to Chipotle? Just show them my shirt and point and say, this that's actually it. brilliant. I'm for that. I also, I just realized I've actually bought a Chipotle inspired shirt before. Not for me, but for my wife, Lexi, for a birthday gift. It's a shirt with the text, I know guac is extra. And she proudly wore that around town. So I think I was ahead of the Chipotle fashion bandwagon. Patrick, we Good. interrupted you <laughs> so brutally. <laughs> Nobody responded to Robbie on that one. <laughs> just dead silence can we can we edit in some of the crickets from episode five <laughs> i like it's it. really a joke just more of a statement i like I really in, uh, statement. in the shirt you're talking about you pick your protein you pick your rice you pick your beans you could add, pick your extra ingredients that's pretty funny um it also the uh their white color they call rice i like that um the like more I look at this, the more I like weirdly like it. Um, I like their they have a button up avocado shirt that has little avocados on it. And something I noticed is there's a tiny black like side tag on it that says Chipotle on it. I think I'd have to cut those off. <laughs> it's just like so weird. Like, oh, I like that shirt. Where'd you get it? Oh, Chipotle. Like it. I just I if I could get past that, the rest of it is all good like it is it, weird that they didn't come up with like a separate brand and they didn't try to disassociate themselves from the food restaurant yeah <laughs> burrito spot all right well, I, I appreciate you guys for all uh your input and you've actually helped make a decision all three of you are for it which means i'm absolutely against it i'm the fashion forward <laughs> one of this group i can't be wearing similar things than you i'm against there's plenty of slow fashion brands out there that i know about that only i know about it i'm going to tell you like a cool band that you haven't heard of yet so i'm against it's only All 25 right. bucks for this custom order t-shirt sold out no oh no that one it. is that yeah. still good yeah okay fine and one of these days you're gonna move to east bushwick and just set up shop there for you <laughs> i'm in austin texas baby which is where everyone from east bushwick is moving to i'm ahead of it <laughs> True, true, true. <laughs> Do they have a Chipotle uh, goods fashion store in Austin, Texas? Because uh, I don't know. Yeah, it would be a, they do if they South by Southwest, they probably would. The Chipotle goods store is so Dallas, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think uh, we can move Dallas on. Dallas can, can eat my shorts. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Careful. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on now to, to my topic. And... I'm going to state my position right off the bat here that I am for what I'm about to tell you about. And that is ironic product reviews. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this before, uh, I, but I shared a link with you. So hopefully you at least you know clicked on it now and you can take a look at it. And Patrick. specifically, I'm talking about um, uh, any website, namely Amazon, where users can offer their feedback feedback on said products. And ordinarily, you know, you give a star rating and then you give an honest review so that somebody else who's considering buying said product knows whether or not it's a good buy or not. Um, however, it appears that there is at least one product on Amazon, the Mountain Men's Three Wolf Moon Short Sleeve Tee that has garnered a, a cult status where people have been ironically leaving reviews that are highly favorable, five star <laughs> reviews with over the top uh, like celebrations of this shirt. 
And if the title alone didn't give it away, I'd like to read the description from uh, the, the, the product page on Amazon. It goes as follows. Artist uh, Antonia Neshev's infamous masterpiece featuring three wolves howling at the moon is meticulously reproduced into a hand-dyed cotton canvas by the mountain. This ready-to-wear garment is a wardrobe staple that you'll find yourself reaching for again and again. Embrace your inner animal and celebrate your own unique spirit with artwear by the mountain. Are you three for the idea of ironically reviewing products that are on Amazon. And I'd like to start with, uh, with Robbie today. Yeah, even that, that description of the item, like Siskel and Ebert couldn't have said it better themselves, right? This is, <laughs> I, I, when I go to Amazon, if it's for, I, and I thought about this in advance, there are two different types of items that I need to know about. One type of item is something that I'm not as well versed on, and it's not necessarily as obvious how it works when I'm looking at it. The second item is like this shirt. You see the shirt, you know exactly what it is. So for those first items, I don't need jokes. Like I'm here to learn, like I need to figure out whether I need to buy this item. Just tell me if this worked, was it a good value? Is it gonna break all these things? No more but, funny business. <laughs> no funny business here. I will fight you, old more, man. Yeah, you're sounding more and more like the guy that's going to fight the elderly person. <laughs> but for these items, a shirt with wolves howling at the moon, uh, give me jokes all day. And, and by the way, I scroll down to the review section. Every single review is an ironic review. There's well, yeah. So that's the thing is this particular product like gained, it must've been like a Reddit or something. The, the top review has 1,122 people that found the review helpful. It's four paragraphs plus in length. And it's just this over top narrative of this guy who bought it for his wife. And uh, it's too long to read in this episode. Maybe we'll make that like a bonus <laughs> episode, just reading, <laughs> reading these product reviews. But even like the second one um, has 400 uh, people who found it helpful, 600. There's a picture of Rain Wilson from The Office wearing the t-shirt he must have <laughs> left a review. So like, for whatever reason, this product is sort of blown up. So Robbie, what was your take on, on this on ironic product reviews in general. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely for it. I wouldn't, if I'm looking for a good time, I'm not going to go to Amazon seeking the re these reviews out. But if I'm on a page and stumble upon a funny review, I'm going to give myself a chuckle. All right. Thank you very much, Robbie. Michael, how about you? Um, I've, I find, I will say off the bat that uh, I find it very depressing that uh, the fact that our only outlets in the 21st century of creating expression is reviews on products that we're all going to purchase because all we are just vessels for, for consumption. Um, but that said, these are pretty fucking funny. So I'm on board. Like all, so many of them are like, I heard all the rumors that these were magic and I don't believe in magic. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But then I bought one and oh my God, the magic is real. It's all, and there's so many of those. So yeah, I'm going to save that for the lightning makes round. makes me happy. A big theme of this particular shirt is that it's somehow imbued with like special magic. Magical wolf powers. <laughs> It just so, makes me happy. We have to yeah. find outlets. If we're no longer allowed to write books anymore, if the only place where we can have creative original thought is in the notes of a gigantic company where a man made $80 billion in four months, I'll take it. All right. Thank you, uh, Michael. Patrick, ironic product reviews. Uh, I think they're fantastic. <laughs> and I think on any product, as long as like you didn't get to a product where you needed to know the function like Robbie's talking about and all of them were ironic, I think I could handle a couple jokes in there. What if it was the Samurai 360 rolling knife? <laughs> what, if it was your X, what if it was your Microsoft X phone? <laughs> uh, don't. I thought that was an ironic product. I thought they made that as a joke. Yeah, and Pat bought it ironically and told us all to buy it ironically. And told us it was the best phone he ever used ironically. So you're for Patrick. <laughs> so that leads us to the lightning round. I am going to actually stick with this topic for the 
the next um, section here. And I'm going to ask each of you in the following order, Patrick, Michael, Robbie, what you think about a subcategory of this particular product, the, uh, remember, Three Wolves Moon Short Sleeve Tea. These are questions that are on the Amazon page. And I don't want you to necessarily answer them. I just want you to uh, let me know if you are for or against the question. And then you can go look up the, the reviews if, if you're so interested. These are real questions. That These are real the questions that people posed in this <laughs> uh, product review because it seems that um, Product reviewing, ironically, has has there's a spinoff apparently, and that's asking ironic questions season about the two. product. <laughs> so yes, season two. This is the sequel to ironic product reviews. This is ironic questions about products in the medium that is Amazon product content creation. So here we go. Starting with Patrick, are you for or against? Uh, the following question. What would be a better look for this for a man? Extremely short cutoff jeans with Roman sandals or camo capris with socks and Crocs? Against? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael, are you for or against this question? Uh, I could pull off either if I really needed to. But uh, okay. no, I'm going to go with the, uh, the shorts. Uh, I like this question. Um, it's informative. Um, shorts with the Roman sandals. It looks like a good look. All right. And Robbie, for a question and what's I'm, response? I'm against this question. It's just a little too obvious that these are going to be the, the outfit choices. Be a bit more creative than that. Having said that, I would wear the extremely short cutoff jeans with Roman sandals with this Not t-shirt. Yep. All right. So the next question um, is, will this shirt look awesome with a pair of Oakley wraparound sunglasses? Patrick, are you for or against this question? I'm for that one. That one made me smile. <laughs> Michael? Uh, I am also for that one. Um, and I think that it probably would on Guy Fieri specifically. Okay, very good. Robbie? Yeah, Four and Oakley <laughs> is the perfect brand to have name dropped there. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number three. Are the moon and wolves to actual scale? I'm trying to work out my size. <laughs> Are you for or against this question, Patrick? I'm very for that one. That was very good. Why then? Yeah, I'm jealous of that joke. That's a good one. <laughs> and Robbie. Good joke, four. Okay, very good. And question number four is, so here we're moving into the magic theme. Um, the, the theme of magic has made its way into the questioning. And so the first one is, is this shirt safe to wash or will my washing machine take away all its magic? Patrick, are you for or against the question? I'm for this one because it reminded me that in the description it says it's ready to wear. <laughs> uh whining for Ford. it also make, also makes me think of where where is this an appropriate thing to wear other than everywhere for okay robbie yeah i'm for anytime somebody makes a joke that i wouldn't have thought of myself i'm for that okay and question number five my shirt isn't working i even tried wearing it during a full moon what's wrong with it patrick for or against i'm on the edge of that one I'm going to go against because I've been for the last three. Michael? Against. You got to lean into the joke, buddy. It's a yes and. Yeah, <laughs> against. It's a bit of a clunker, a lot like the first one. Too obvious. All right. Very good. All right. Well, if you're still listening, please consider telling a friend about for or against. We really enjoy making these shows, but we're way more likely to keep making them. Actually, that might not be true. We might just keep making these if nobody listens. <laughs> but... Anyway, uh, you say more inclined. I think that, yeah, we'll be more inclined. We'll be even more inclined uh, to keep making them if somebody's listening on the other end. If you haven't yet, please write a review on Apple Podcasts and connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at For or Against Pod. Thanks for everything. Bye. 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 Just old friends on the podcast, we build a defense On ridiculous topics, are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, the show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to for or against So turn the volume up, this is for or against